0: You're listening to Bricks and Clicks, presented by MarketScale, with your host, Jennifer K. Ruskin. I'd like to talk about referral partners today. So let me start with a story. My business turned six years old this month. I'm so excited about it, and it's been such an interesting journey. At the very beginning of opening up my firm, I would take anyone that had a pulse. And you'll hear some of my stories actually here through Market Scale. And I'll put a link below in the show notes to the very first Market Scale podcast I ever did several years ago, where I talk about my story, where I talk about going from food stamps to fortune and creating a multi million dollar company through the business that I created that supports shoppers and selling to Walmart and Amazon. So anyway, I started, I started my business and I would take anyone with a pulse. To me that meant a commission only sales model for my service company, where I only charged 3% commission guys, 3% commission. And I only got paid when a product finally went into a Walmart store and my customer, my client finally got paid. And if any of you have ever worked with Walmart, you know that there are 60, 90, and even 120-day payment terms from Walmart, especially if you're a new, a new brand to Walmart. You can see up to 120. I have one client with a 120-day payment term. It's insane. And so as you can tell, I did not succeed. I did not do very well the first few years. It was hand mouth. It was super scrappy. It was how are we going to buy milk this week? And I think a big part of that was... Um, my own mentality of my own worthiness. I mean, I didn't necessarily have so much experience like I do today where I can charge a premium. So I felt at that point, I need any client I can take. I'll charge 3% commission only and I'll get paid only when my client gets paid. For those of you that have been in the industry for a long time, you're probably cracking up because A, you've probably done it too. And B, you can totally relate and you understand you know, kind of my scrappiness and where I came from. So a few years into the business, I got smart and I looked up and I realized that I could have people send clients and customers to me. And so I developed this amazing referral partnership program for my business that has fed me hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of clients. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about what that looks like and how to put together a robust referral partnership package maybe is what you want to call it for your business that then has a constant lead generator for you. So these days I don't I don't have to beg and plead for clients. I don't take people, I mean cl- clearly we're in the middle of COVID-19, so we can't take people to coffee. Um, But I used to be able to wine and dine people and take them to coffee and kind of schmooze them over for business. I don't do that at all anymore. In fact, I almost take this like repulsive nature where I'm like, I don't think I'm for you. And they almost have to prove to me that they are my ideal client. Um, And so I'll talk a little bit about that too. Some different things that I've done to help attract my ideal customer the kind of customer that wants to show up and pay top dollar to have top uh top results and top talent which is what I consider myself and my firm to be okay so back to referral partners so this is what my referral partnership looks like and what it always has since the very beginning I haven't changed it in any way since the beginning because it's worked for me So I give back to my referral partners, anyone that gives me a client that actually signs with me 20% of any commission that I get from the client. And, And I'm sure for the life of my client, not the life of the referral partner, the life of the client. So I have paid tens of thousands of dollars every single year in referral, hundreds of thousands of dollars every single year um, to referral partners. And it just kind of depends on the year of my business. Some years I had much heavier referral based clients. And so I was paying 20% of every single thing. And especially for Walmart, as, as I've had referral based clients for my Walmart account, those Those referral checks are huge, (laughs) especially when you hit a new mod order and you're paying like $20,000 referral partnership checks. Um, But it's been worth it. And I think the first and most important thing is be aware of your mindset of how you got the client to begin with. It takes a lot more effort and money and energy. To go out and and attract your own ideal client yourself than it is to form a really amazing relationship with a referral partner who's also aligned with your values and your pricing and, and, and for them to go and refer them for you. It's so much easier to close a client when a referral partner is putting their name on your business. They're saying, I recommend Jennifer Ruskin and Growth Spurt Sales and Marketing because they do an amazing job on Amazon and in Walmart. When I have that kind of a referral from my referral partners, that kind of a recommendation, I close eight out of 10 clients. It's that high. I don't have to go through a one in a (laughs) hundred ratio like I did at the beginning when I was like taking any human with a pulse. Um, So that's really important. So again, just so in case you guys are taking notes, what I do for my referral partnerships are 20% of my commission I pay out every single month I pay it out by the 10th of every month so all my clients pay me by the 10th and so I also pay them actually I think I give some like some leeway that says payable within 10 days of when I get paid so I have some extra workable days in there to get the check out or to do the, uh, the the draft or however they get paid um, and then to put it in my QuickBooks and market for my accountant And then I do it for the life of the client that I have. So the person that they've referred, as long as they're in a relationship with me and in a contractual relationship, um, I'm paying that out. And I promise you that it's worth it. So if you're having a hard time compartmentalizing how you're going to allocate this into your own QuickBooks or into your own just mental space, like, God, that's a lot of money. How do we count it as a marketing expense or count it as sales like headcount expense. If you had a business development person that worked for you, you would pay them what? $50,000, $100,000, $200,000 a year just depending on whatever industry you're in. Your money generating people typically get paid the highest because they're the most important cog in the entire wheel of your company. So for me, when I look at my referral partner expense, it's like, oh, it's like headcount. You're just paying for another person that helps run your business. If that doesn't feel good and comfortable to you, you can go put it in the marketing side of your business and just count it as a marketing expense that you are paying someone to go out and help market your business. And that's how that's how you get the next client in. So let's branch off to, into subject number two, which is how to attract your ideal client. Um, If if your ideal referral partner, right, because that in itself is really important. And every single person that does business with you or that helps support your business, you want them to be completely aligned with yourself. What does that mean? Well, a few years ago, I wouldn't have known what that meant. So as individuals, we view the world through our own lens, our own perspective. When I first started my own consulting firm, I had just come from Walmart corporate and then spent the last two years before that with Nature's Path Organic Food working from home. But I was very much into the same Walmart culture that I'd known for, at that point, nine years. So I probably, I dressed in pantsuits. I wore high heels. I had like, my nails were done. It was like the perfect image of the perfect business rep. That was me. And it had a very masculine tone. If you go back and look at some of my earlier pictures and images, even after I had done um, a a whole branding process and paid someone to come in and and create a brand for me, I still had a very masculine feel. Um, Like I'm looking at an image right now where we shot it in, I, I don't even have an office anymore, guys. Like, everyone that works for me were all virtual and at that point I even had an office that had like a brick wall and had kind of these masculine tones very dark blue heavy and and the pictures of me um, are actually of me in a suit which is so hilarious these days because like most of the time I live in Lululemon and I work out every single day so I'm like why change 15 times a day I'm just gonna wear what I normally wear and then if I need to throw a cardigan on over or like a little jacket or something for a call I do that if I need to. Most of my clients are so cool, they don't care. Um, And I can even show up in a baseball cap and they're fine, right? But that's my ideal client. I want a client that's not stuffy. I want a client that doesn't show up in a business suit. I want a client that makes great money, but also has amazing balance in their life where they're also wearing Lululemon because they're going out running after the call. Or maybe they're, yesterday I'm on a conference call and I had a client who was taking her dog on a walk while we chatted. Um, So that was fantastic. I felt very aligned with that. So we're talking about perspective and how you view the world. You are going to attract people that are like you. So when I wore the business suits and had the brick background in my pictures and had the perfect image, that's the kind of vibe that I'm going to attract, the kind of tribe that I'm going to attract. What I found with that is the clients that I attracted were very demanding, worked 60, 80 hours a week, were never happy with me, just wanted to bitch and complain on every single call that we had. And I thought, this really isn't me. I'm softer. I'm more feminine. I'm about balance. I'm about showing up for my family and picking my kids up in car line and balancing both the business side of my, biz- of my business and the family side of my life. And so I softened. I softened my image. And you'll you'll be able to kind of look back at some of the pictures that I have on my social and you'll see when that flips. You'll see The brick background and the more you know navy dark tones and you'll see it flip to corals and pinks and light blues that are in my uh, my color palette that we did through my branding exercise and I will also link to the branding exercise because it was really cool I've done a podcast on them I've done blog posts on it I've I've, I want you guys to see the kind of um, exercise that I had to go through to become who I am today So as I flipped the switch into a more feminine vibe, I started to attract women business owners. That's my ideal customer. My ideal customer and client is female, She owns her own business. She's very much like me. She has kids. She has family. She's doing the balancing thing. She likes to vacation. She takes amazing care of herself. She might have a trainer. She might have a chef. That is my ideal customer. And that's what I have to portray out in social media because that's who I am. So it's not hard to portray it. But that's who you see on social. And so that either vibes with you. And if it doesn't, it repels you. And guys, I know this is like super hard to wrap your mind around sometimes, but you want to repel people that are not your ideal XYZ, fill in the blank, not your ideal partner, not your ideal spouse, not your ideal friend, not your ideal customer, not your ideal referral partner. I've spent so many years attracting the wrong kind of person that I have had, I've spent a lot of years unhappy with my business and unhappy with what I've created but no more. And you don't have to do it either anymore. There's a day you have to draw a line in the sand where you say, I am no longer willing to attract the wrong kind of person into my life. I want to be totally aligned with my referral partners and them bringing in the ideal clients and me working, I don't know, you fill in the blank. For me, it's 20, 30 hours a week max. And I do love my job. I love what I do. I love now what I've created. So even on the weekend, sometimes I sneak in a little work because I love it so much. Um, Sunday's my favorite day to just kind of unwind, put some HGTV on and just create content. And I love to write. I love to pour out my heart. And you guys will see that in my blog posts. Um, Or you might see that here in, in a podcast. You know, you never know. Okay, so hopefully this is clearing some things up for you. The way to bring your ideal client and your ideal customer into your world is to show up as your ideal client customer. So I have done that through making sure that I am attracting the right referral partners, making sure that it's worth it financially for them to send clients and customers to me and so lucrative that I'm constantly on their mind because they're either getting a check from me every single month or they are, they're themselves, Uh, one of my referral partners um, is a brand incubator and so they are constantly in communication with their own client and they're constantly creating in communication with me because I'm also a cog in the wheel of their own business working on the same client. And so I'm constantly top of mind to them. So you have to make it, you have to make it worth the money. And you have to make it a sticky situation with your referral partner. You don't want to create a referral partner program, where you pay them one time, and then they forget about you. You want it to be ongoing. And you also want it to be expensive for you, because it means you're making 80% more than they are. If you're paying them 20%, you get the other 80 Every single time, it's how the math works. It's freaking awesome. Let me take a side note here, it is incredibly important to like your referral partners because if you create a program like I have, they stick around. I have uh, one referral partner that is not my favorite. He has been ugly to me, he has tried to chase me down for money, he has accused me of not paying, like he's a major pain in my ass. And I'm thankfully, he's on the way out because (laughs) that particular client has lost a business with uh, one of the retailers that I represent, and so eventually he will be out of my life. Just be very mindful of who you let into your world that 's another thing I want you to know. Maybe write this down. Be very mindful about who I keep in my world because it will bite you in the ass one day if it 's somebody that you don 't really want in there. So back on the day when I was you know dressing up like a like a like a, the masculine you know that 's who I had to be with walmart it 's who i it 's who I knew how to be when I was bringing in that kind of um, when I was attracting that kind of person back to me it wasn't what I wanted and it was ugly and it was aggressive and it was unhappy and it was work a million hours and who cares about family and and I'm not saying everybody that dresses in a suit is like that I'm just saying that's who I happen to attract <laughs> with whatever I was putting out into the world um, if, in terms of content imagery and that kind of thing but so anyway so so, make sure that you show up the way that you want your ideal customer and referral partner to look. Make sure that you create, number two, a lucrative experience for them to, to be in union with you, to be in relationship with you, um, treat them amazingly well. One other side step I want to make here is treat them amazingly well. Like I know I just said that twice. I want you to actually really treat them well. One of my referral partners who is my top referral partner, him and I send each other little gifts every now and then. Um, I've sent him wind chimes. You better bet he thinks about me every time that wind blows. (laughs) I sent him wind chimes. I've sent him chocolate. He sends me mix CDs, guys. Remember mixtapes back in like the 90s? You know, you'd have like a boyfriend or a girlfriend or best friend and you'd create them a mixtape of your favorite songs. Um, He does it for me. And I have three or four different CDs now. I had to go buy a CD player to listen to these tapes, because I don't own anything that would play a CD in my house. We're completely digital. And I bought one because um, it's important to me to honor who he is and honor um, the music that he sends to me. That's, I guess, his love language. And so I, I love it. Um, and so he sent me things. We send each other. We have a, a shared artist. <clears throat> and so I've sent him artist prints before. Just fun stuff like that. It's kind of fun. It's like having a pen pal. So maybe you can look at the people that support your business and just treat them amazingly well so that they think of you. And then lastly, you don't have to live so hard. You don't have to live so heavy. You don't have to work so hard because the people that you are celebrating and honoring and being grateful for, they think about you first and they're happy to send you business. Guys, I hope that this episode was helpful for you. I hope that you have all this creativity now brimming to the surface and you can't wait to show gratefulness to the people that are supporting you to create programs that also support them financially. Um, again, don't forget to be marking all of this in your QuickBooks or your financials or wherever you keep them. Um, this is a great business expense write-off to be taking some of that money and pouring it back into other people. You don't have to pay taxes on it. It's fantastic. Um, and then most of all, to attract the kind of people that you want to have into your life, that's the game changer. That's what took me from taking any client at 3%, the beginning of this recording that I've done, to 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 creating a multi-million dollar business filled with the ideal perfect client that also allows me... The ability to cap how many clients we have, to cap how much staff and support I have, um, to call in people when I do need them. Like I just hired a social media firm to help take over my own personal social media branding um, and to help get my courses out into the world. That's the fun part. When you're surrounded by people that love and support and believe in what you're doing and clients that love and support and believe in what you're doing and believe that you can help them, that's the joy in life. That's when life gets juicy and fun and it becomes a life that you want to literally wake up every day and jump out of bed. I don't hit snooze. Well, most of the time I don't even have an alarm because I've created that kind of a life for myself. But I don't I, I don't want to just stay in bed. I want to go get up and I want to slay the day and I want to see what the next fun thing is that I get to do um, and see what the world brings me to conquer that day. So anyway, hope this was fun. Talk to you guys later.